Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another video. Today we're going to be talking about texting patients and patient recruitment. Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another video. Today we're going to be talking about texting patients and patient recruitment. So what does texting have to do with patient recruitment? Well, a new day, a new dawn, a new era is upon us in clinical research. And technology is really moving at an exponential rate because when I come up, when I came up, I was a younger kid. Texting was first, you know, using your little flip phone and having to like mash the button two times for a K or one time for a J. That was texting. And then they invented the QWERTY keyboard where you had a whole keyboard, but it was not touch screen. You know, it was on a Blackberry or something. And now they've got a whole QWERTY keyboard on your smartphone right now. So texting has really moved into the mainstream and really become a primary form of communication. Just think to yourself right now, if someone calls you randomly, are you going to be happy or are you going to be pissed off? Most likely you're not going to be like, why is this person calling me right now? Why don't they just text me? So texting has become a primary form of communication. I look for someone to text me first. There's only a handful of people in my life that that have the right to call me essentially without texting me first. And it's moving in that direction. So why would it be any different when we're dealing with patients or why would it be any different in our day jobs or why would it be any different, uh, you know, in any other circumstance if on our day to day life, this is how we communicate. So that communication is obviously in clinical research and, you know, usually clinical research is a little bit behind, but, you know, these are how patients and this is how you can better communicate with your patients is to think about texting. Maybe they prefer texting. So I had a site reach out to me um, a while ago and talk about how they were having issues with patient recruitment. But what they noticed is if they texted the patients, you know, what was going on about the study, they'd be like, oh, yeah, call me at such and such time. But if they straight up called the patient, they, the patient wouldn't answer or return the phone call. So they noticed that just like in our daily lives, where if you text them, you know, and give them, you know, that space to breathe and think about what you're saying, that message, you will get a better response back than if you straight up call them. So this is just something to think about. And it's just amazing how you know, the world has come that way because people always talk about how you, you know, you got to be able to talk on the phone or whatever happened, just picking up the phone and calling people. And there's a place for that, obviously, too. But it just goes to show that people are evolving and the way we communicate is evolving. So don't think that just because we communicate one way in our personal lives, that's going to be any different in our professional lives. So just just something to think about. I thought that was amazing and something that maybe you guys can incorporate into your patient recruitment efforts, too, for you guys in clinical research. So I thought that was amazing. Comment down below if you guys have noticed something like that, too, where you get a much better response rate from your patients if you text them. And, you know, I'm sure this may change in the future because people aren't going to want to be texted all the time, but used in the right increments and the right doses texting can be very effective to uh, help recruit patients and reach out to patients, especially because they're able to respond when they want to respond. And then you can set up a time from there. You know, 
in the way in emails, you know, people look over emails. It's not back in the nineties when every single email was opened. Now that, you know, you got all the spam filters and whatnot, emails can be lost and it's hard to reach out to people that way. And then phone calls, people do not like phone calls, um, as much anymore. It's a little bit more intrusive. You know, they can't respond on their time usually. And, you know, texting has just become a more premier form of communication. So curious what you guys think about that. If you've noticed that you guys should implement that and see how it works and maybe implement it with your sites and see how it works. If you guys are having any issues with uh, patients calling you back when you reach out for recruitment efforts, maybe they would prefer texting. So there it is. Also with texting, you can, you can be doing something else and respond. Whereas in a phone call, you likely have to stop what you're doing and get on the phone to talk to that person. So just something to think about. I thought that was amazing. What other changes will we see in clinical research that, you know, our culture and our way of life will help affect that, how we communicate in the research space. So as always, guys, email us at eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com for any inquiries you may have. Hit that red subscribe button, guys. YouTube is always doing funny stuff with the, with the subscribe and the notifications. So hit that red subscribe button, hit the bell, become a notification squad member so you know whenever we release a video. And that's it for today's video, guys. Take care.